We're on a mission from God. This is episode one of the podcast, St. Longinus' Baptism. But first a prayer. Father, Son, Holy Ghost, Amen. Grant me grace, O merciful God, to desire ardently all that is pleasing to Thee. Examine it prudently, to acknowledge it truthfully, and to accomplish it perfectly. For the praise and glory of Thy name, Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, Amen. So, this episode is going to be... This episode is going to be a shout out to two YouTube podcasters that I uh, really admire and um, I really I really feel we have a lot in common. Um, now, as I said in one of my introductions, um, the majority of the um, podcasts and videos I have consumed have been on YouTube. Not necessarily that, you know, I'm a big fan of YouTube. I'm not. It's a terrible platform. But, um, basically, you know, YouTube has the best selection of videos and podcasts. And, um, so, you know, if, if you are interested in a particular subject, Chances are you're going to find two, three, possibly more channels on YouTube about the particular subject you're interested in. Um, before I get into the shout outs, though, I want to give a, a flavor of how I'm going to do my episodes. I'm going to give general info on my episodes, meaning that, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to be too overly detailed. I'm just going to, um, cover the main events. Um, now having said that though, if a particular topic that I'm, that I'm doing an episode on, if I feel it needs an autistic deep dive, I will do it, but in general, I'm probably going to just stick to the major points, and then um, it's up to you to do your own research. Uh, let's just say you like the, the Crusades. It's up to you. You know, I'll give you the, the main points, and if you're interested, it's up to you to do your own research. If you're the type of person that you needed spoon-fed, you needed signed, sealed, and uh, notarized. Um, I'm, I'm not, I'm not your guy. I'm not your guy. Uh, I respected your guy's intelligence. Um, you know, I'm going to treat you like adults. An adult doesn't need to to have you know somebody give them everything that they need. An adult's willing if they feel that what they need is useful, we'll go out and do the necessary work to, to get it. It's basically up to you. Um, as part of that too, 
I would suggest, um, I would suggest reading books. And I'm not being facetious. I'm not. I'm not being passive aggressive when I say this. Uh, you know, because I've, when it comes to information that I'm interested in, I I try to use as many sources as I can. Uh, the the advantage of books is, uh, like I said, let's go back to the example I used earlier of the Crusades. Now. Podcasts and videos do have their place, but they're basically following the same template I am, which is they're going to cover the main events. Um, although there is a channel on YouTube when it comes to crusades, and they are literally autistic in, in their coverage of the crusades. But in general, if you're on a podcasting platform, most podcasters, they're going to cover the main events. And then, you know, if you have any further questions or you're interested and you want to find out more, then it's up to you to go on. Um, it's going to be up to you to go um, get some books. And like I said, it, it depends when it comes to podcasts and, and videos. It depends on the author. It, it does depend on the author. But I find that books are better because they'll give you details that, quite frankly, details and context of the time and place and, you know, the insider baseball stuff that went on. And once again, it depends on the authors. But they're going to give you those details that, quite frankly, a video or a podcaster doesn't have time to give you. So it's useful in that way. But like I said, uh, the, the the drawback with books is it depends on the author. Um, you basically, uh, if you're going to choose a book for a particular topic of research, I would suggest trying to get info on that author. And it's not hard in the internet era to get info on an author. You know, and if you're on Kindle... Um, you could read the reviews of their books, you know, and you got to use your common sense to know which reviews are legit and which reviews are a bunch of uh, disgruntled jerks. Okay, for the sake of my atheist, agnostic, or Protestant listeners, I will try to use... Honest, neutral sources. Um, in my in my episode descriptions, I'm I'm gonna basically um, I'm gonna try to let in the in in the episode description to know who, who which which podcast is is aimed at who. If, if the topic's on Protestantism, I'm going to put in the description for Protestants. If it's uh, Vatican II sect, I'm going to say Vatican II sect. If it's set of a contest, I'm going to say set of a contest. If it's atheist and agnostic, I'll put that too. Um, but don't get mad at me if I'm covering a Protestant, you know, Protestant topic and I don't use Brother Jim Bob's super Protestant 
um, Catholics are the whore of Babylon blog page. You know, that's, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to use a hostile source. Um, just, just to make you feel better that your side's right. Because quite frankly, the, the purpose of this channel is to tell you that you're making a mistake. On the other hand, um, I'm going to use neutral and honest sources. And there's a very simple reason for that. Um, I'm going to tr attempt whenever possible not to use Catholic sources so I don't get accused of confirmation bias. And there's a set uh, Actually, there's more than one reason. The second reason is, say like I use Wikipedia. Now, nobody who's familiar with the internet thinks that Wikipedia is a good source of information. However, I have been on Wikipedia, and on some topics, they are fair and neutral. Um, you know, any any platform where you're given a topic and you could just make entries off the top of your head, you know, is not going to be super reliable in, in presenting a, you know, a fair case because you're dealing with individuals you know, and different individuals have different takes. But if what is on Wikipedia is, um, is, is it's basically, you know, nobody's going to accuse it of being Catholic apologists. Nobody in their right mind anyway. So if they're saying, you know, if they're saying that the, the, the Catholic Church started um, when Peter and Paul went to Rome and formed, you know, and formed the church there and that Peter was crucified in Rome, this is backed up, you know, this, this isn't, uh, I'm sorry, this isn't Catholic mythology. When, when I did my initial research, this was noted by secular scholars who had no dog in the fight. This was noted by them. It was a historical fact, and they were being honest. So, you know, um, anyway, um, I'm going to try to use neutral sources whenever possible. Um you know, and, and I'm, I'm well aware, I'm well aware that if I'm taking a knife to your sacred cow, you're going to accuse me of confirmation bias anyway, no matter where I'm getting the information from. Well, you know, this is the internet in present era, so I kind of expect that to happen anyway, but it's not going to change what I do. Um... For each topic, unfortunately, one of the limitations on this app I'm using to create my episodes on is the fact that, at least on YouTube, they have um, what are known as creator's notes, where basically, if a podcaster or a video guy wants to give you resources that you may be interested in, in, in researching, you could put those resources in. Um, unfortunately, I haven't been able to find on, on this app a function to where, say like I'm, I'm covering set of a contism, um, 
as near as I can tell, there's, there's nowhere on this app where I can give you notes and say, check out these podcasts, uh, read these books. You can find more materials here. There's, there's none of that. So, but I will attempt to give you, um, resources on whatever topic I'm doing. Unfortunately though, you're gonna, I'm going to have to do it verbally. Okay. So, you know, this is a podcast. So if I start listing resources and I get ahead or whatever, you can stop it, rewind and, you know, write down the information that you want to look up. Um, and in the future, I'm going to have an opening prayer. Now, depending on the topic of my podcast, the prayer may change, but I do intend on having an open prayer. Opening prayer, my bad. So anyway, so the two, my two podcast channels that uh, I want to give a shout out to are both on YouTube. Now, I have admitted that I've used or I mostly used YouTube for videos and um, podcasts. There's a simple reason for that. Um, YouTube, for better or for worse, I think it's for worse. Um, they have the most users on it, or the most the most authors. So if there's a particular, it doesn't have to be you know religious. It could be political. It could be arts and crafts. It could be video games. You know, whatever whatever your interest or hobby might be, um, you're probably going to find two or three uh, channels that are going to cover the information you're after. Um, so, uh, I I do I do listen to other uh, I I do listen to other podcast apps. But generally, I use YouTube because it has the widest selection. Now, I'm going to repeat what I said. I think YouTube as a platform is terrible. And, um, you know, if, if there were an alternative like YouTube that, that had the, 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 the amount of information that I needed, I would go to that, to that um, platform. But as far as I know... There's no better platform, at least for getting information than YouTube, even though it's censorious as heck. It is really censorious. You can't even use certain words without getting banned, or at least they tell you to take your video down. Oh, and uh, fair use. Fair use of uh, video. Don't even try it. Um, I've, like I said, I've consumed a lot of content and one of the biggest complaint of the YouTuber video makers is the fact that they will literally use non-copyrighted material and some grifter out in Mumbai will file a complaint with YouTube saying, oh no, this is copyrighted, this is copyrighted. And um, because it is the internet, you're going to waste more time fighting it 
then, you know, even if YouTube does allow you to keep the clip, you know, you're going to waste massive amounts of time defending yourself. So, yeah, YouTube as a platform is terrible, but it, it's, it's where the majority of the information is at. Okay, having said that, I'm going to go in order of the amount of content I've consumed. So the first podcaster I'm going to deal with, his channel name is Don the Pleb. Don the Pleb is in his late 30s. He may possibly be in his early 40s by now, but I believe he's in his late 30s. Um, he is a combat Marine who served in Afghanistan sometime between 2010 and 2012. Um, he, I, I've consumed enough of his content to know, yes, the man's been in con combat. Um, I'm just going to tell you, for those of you who've never served in the military, that even if you're unaware of it, even if you're unaware of it, being in an actual combat situation is going to change you fundamentally. It's depending on the intensity of it. But yeah, it's 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 even going to change you even if it wasn't that intense. Um it's just it's going to affect you personally. Um The thing I like about Don the Pleb is he's direct, he's he's straight spoken and um oh, his his channel he basically covers politics. As I said in a previous episode, um, you know, when when I was uh, half pagan, I was consuming a lot of politics because I thought politics was going to help change society. And then I came to the realization that no, uh, before society's going to change, we need to change ourselves. Anyway, um, he doesn't cover... He doesn't cover God or none of that. So, you know, if you're just interested in straight politics, you'll have no issue. I have been in contact with him on Twitter uh, for a time. And we did discuss, you know, religious beliefs. And basically the impression I got from him, and I might have misunderstood, but the impression I got from him was um, he has conflicting feelings about that subject. After he told me that, out of respect for the man, I never raised the issue again. Um, you know, sometimes giving a person space to make up their own mind is the best, best policy. And, and you got to pray for him, too. You do have to pray for him. But, you know, uh, ramming, ramming the Christian message down somebody who, who has conflicting feelings uh, I would say 90% of the time that's not going to work out well. But anyway, um, and like I said, having him having actually been in actual combat, especially in Afghanistan, um, I've heard some hair-raising tales of some of the things that went on in Afghanistan. And if even half of what I heard is true, um, the fact that he has conflicting feelings about God. And by the way, 
um, because he's a podcaster, he doesn't go into autistic detail about his background, which is a good idea, uh, given the fact that the NSA likes to listen in. So, um, you know, he, I, I don't, I don't know the type of childhood he had, but if he had a rough childhood and he saw combat, you know, if he had conflicting feelings about God, me personally, I can't throw no stones at the man. I just can't. Um, you know, I, I completely empathize where he's coming from. Um, now, to those of you who are either more secular in outlook or politics is more important to you than spirituality... I definitely recommend Don the Pleb. And there are a couple reasons why I recommend him. The first reason being is that, and I've just learned this over the past, I would say seven, eight years. Basically, there are no straight stories in the media, in the general media, or, or even coming from government organizations. There are narratives. And basically, all the narrative is, is it's, it's an insidious form of propaganda that basically is going it, to, it, it's not going to tell you in your face, but it's, it's going to plant the, the idea in your head that, well, who are you going to believe? You know, the CDC or your lying eyes or your, your, your common sense. You know, we're the CDC. We wear white lab coats. We're telling you, A, never mind the fact that, you know, our story changes every so often. And, you know, we, we put out conflicting reports. We're to be trusted. And most information... I don't even want to call it information because it really isn't. But most of this stuff is a narrative. It's it's a cover story. And that, you know, that's basically what a narrative is. It's a cover story. Well, Don the Pleb, he did he deconstructs the narrative. And he he'll explain, he'll give you information. That you won't find, you know, uh, watching CNN or going on um, Yahoo News or, you know, pick pick your media source. He's going to give you information. These guys, you know, they don't want you following. You know, ignorance is bliss. That expression, that's one of the biggest things the government wants. They want you to be ignorant and not know. Because people who are ignorant are easier to lead. People who are skeptical and use their common sense, you know, that's that's dangerous for them. Because then they can't, you know, they can't fool you in, into going along with whatever they're trying to do. Anyway, he does deconstruct narratives and he does it in an honest way. And um, like I said, he covers, he covers stories that, you know, 
you're not, you know, that you may not have even heard of. And and he'll he'll tell you, you know, what they're tr- attempting to do with the narrative, what you know, what what their um, what their end goal is, and all this other stuff. Basically, you know, he's he's uh, what they would call an unauthoritative news source. You know, well, he's not CNN, so you know, you you got to take what he says with a grain of salt. <laughs> anyway. Now, I'm going to warn some of you guys, and this is not for my secular people or the atheists or agnostics. These are, uh, this, this is for a uh, warning for the people who are super, um, super, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Legal, I don't know, I don't want to say legalistic, but basically the type of people that are real sensitive about curse words or vulgar, vulgar references. If you are super sensitive to to cuss words, and if you're super sensitive to um, vulgar, vulgar references, the guy's an ex-combat Marine, and he has a uh a uh very shaky relationship to god um you know why you would expect him to talk like a sunday school teacher is beyond me but if that's the kind of thing that bothers you i'm gonna warn you off don't listen to him now for those of you who may not be as um scrupulous about that kind of thing and are, you know, basically charitable and, and can take context. Um, I would recommend his channel. And I'm, I'm talking when, when I talk about uh, the last type of people, I'm talking about um, true, true Catholics. Um, Jesus in his gospel says that we must be wise as serpent and gentle as doves. And basically what that means is, is um, you're supposed to use your, your brains, your ears, and your eyes, and your common sense. And yes, you're supposed to, you're supposed to trust in God that he's going to take care of you, but that doesn't give you an excuse to be lazy, you know, if you... If you think a disaster is coming up, you you know, instead of instead of expecting God to ride in on a white horse, you at least should be prepared. Um, you know, and by the way, if if you you know if you love God, you know that you know unless unless it's in His providence that you die, He's not going to let you and your family die. You will He will find a way out of it for you, but um. This, uh, if society is heading where I think it is, and my hunch is, is we're heading to the end times, um, you know, expecting a major miracle, I'm not saying it can happen, but the last major miracle that I'm aware of 
was the miracle at Fatima back in 1917. I have never heard of any major miracles that was approved by the Catholic Church um, since then. And, you know, Vatican, the Vatican II set can say they've had major miracles. I wouldn't trust those guys if they told me the sky was blue. If, if, if uh, Mr. Bergoglio ran out and said, oh, the sky's blue, I'd run out and check. Okay, but, um, you know, when I was on Twitter, I could, I could see something was brewing. And I tried, I tried to, to tell my set of Acontis, um channels that I was interacting with, there's something going on, guys. You need, you need to be preparing for whatever's going to go down. And you also need to, um, you know, try to get as many people into the set of a contest or true Catholic church as you can. And um, I got a bunch of negative crap. Now, granted, it is Twitter. <laughs> Twitter isn't known, you know, these guys are supposed to be super Catholics and, and they're, they're acting no better than their secular counterparts. I mean, I, 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 I'm, I'm not going to act like I was shocked, but I was very disappointed in, in a lot of their reactions. So I think, yeah, I think that covers Don the Pleb. Uh, in case I didn't say it earlier, I, I started following him around 2017. Oh, that's the part I forgot to tell you. I've been following since 2017. And even though the guy's like 10, 10, maybe 15 years older, or I'm sorry, younger than I am, um, he's very mature for a millennial. And I will go on record as saying he's probably the most mature millennial that I've ever seen. Um, and I've, you know, uh, I, I just don't live in the podcast world. You know, I work among millennials, you know, I talk with them and stuff. And um, he's very mature for his age. And that impresses me. And when it comes to basic political philosophy and personality traits, we do have things in common. So that's down the pleb. Um, now, um, the second, the second uh, podcast I want to recommend is called the Kurgan. Now, the Kurgan is uh, an Italian whose name is Giuseppe Falato. And that guy is maybe two or three years younger than I am. He's about two or three years younger than I am. And um, he covers set of accountism. He covers a little bit of politics. The bottom line is, is Giuseppe, or I'm sorry, the Kurgan, is um, he's eclectic. And what I mean by that is he, he has over 150 episodes on his channel and 
I think everyone, everyone that I've seen is basically a live chat where he'll, he'll have a topic and he'll give maybe 15, 20 minutes on that particular topic. And then he will, um, he'll start interacting with his, it's a live stream. So he'll start interacting with his chat and he tends to, he, he tends to have a uh, free form of consciousness, you know, sessions, but he has eclectic taste and I can't put it any more detail than that. If you want to get a general gist of what I'm talking about, um, go on to YouTube and, and listen to his podcast and you'll understand exactly what I'm talking about. Um, Like I said, he does co cover some set of accountist um, information. He does cover political information, um, but there are, but there are other things he covers. Now, like Don the Pleb, Giuseppe and I do have things to co in common. He's a plain speaker. He says what he means and means what he says. Um, he's direct and to the point and he calls him like he, he calls it like he sees him. Uh, one of the things we have in common is, is he, he's had a, uh, wide variety of experiences in his life. I have too. And, um, the fact that we both shared the same Theology is just to me gravy. <laughs> it's it's just gravy. Um now he like I said, if the whole stream of consciousness thing bugs you, um there's a platform called Social Galactica, and it's it's the one run by Vox Day. Um, anyway, um, he has a second podcast on social Galactica. However, it's, you have to pay a subscription. I would have subscribed already. That's how much I like to do, except that I'm having some personal difficulties and I'm, and I'm unable to do that right now, but I intend when, when things improve on subscribing, um, but on, on his second podcast, and that's another thing too, the topics he covers are whatever interests him. So it's not just all religious or political stuff. He's, he's got a wide variety of interests and he'll talk about it. And the guy is no dummy. The guy's no dummy. He's he's a very intelligent man. So, um, but the reason I'm mentioning this is is because before he started this second podcast on Social Galactica, he did mention he did mention the fact that he knew that he was rambling and he was doing stream of consciousness on his YouTube channel, and what he said was was that on this new podcast channel that 
he had scripts for those and he was he wasn't going to like you know deviate from the topic you know he was he was going to stay focused and stay on topic and you know i've consumed enough of his content that i've never i've never suspected him of being disingenuous or a liar so if that's what he's saying i'm willing to take him at his word for what it's worth now um he's also and i'm talking about the kurgan he's also written books and like i said the guy's eclectic he's written fiction books and he's written non-fiction books um the reason why i bring up his books is he has two books on set of occultism the first one is believe uh runs it's on they're both on 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 amazon but the believe book runs between 90 to 100 pages and it's basically for those of you who are allergic to books you know hopefully 90 to 100 pages isn't going to overtax you but it's it's a basic brief overview as to why pre-vatican II catholicism is the one true path to heaven the second book is called Reclaiming the Catholic Church. And this is around 500 pages. And it's a deep dive. And it's technical insofar as the subject matter is covering is theological. Now, theology... Uh, what, what I'll say is this, Catholic theology can be challenging, but for the most part, because you got to remember that, you know, Catholicism, true Catholicism has been around for 2000 years. And for the first 1500 years of that history, your average guy in the pew was illiterate. So, you know, you have 1,500 years to write theology. Um, the majority of, you know, there are different levels of theology covered. But, you know, they do, the uh, true Catholic Church does have basic theology that anybody with a high school education and a modicum of common sense can understand. Anyway, um... But even though he's covering theology and the story of the Vatican II sect and how it took over the traditional Catholic Church, it's a twisted and confusing story. There's no two ways around it. But when you watch um, the Kurgan's podcast on YouTube, He's a, he, he does it in a conversational way. He does it in a down-to-earth, common-sense, conversational way. And his, I can't speak for believe. I can only speak for the book I read, which was uh, Reclaiming the Catholic Church. And even though he's, he's covering a kind of complicated um, subject, he does it in a, in a common-sense, conversational way that 
if you're willing to invest the time and you're willing, um, he's got Copa's footnotes. So if you're if you're willing, you know, if there's something in uh, on a footnote that you're, oh, I need to look into that, you can do it. You know, you don't need a PhD in theology to read this book. So, oh, and another another uh, warning. Um, if you are really, um, if you're really, uh, overly scrupulous about language, uh, or vulgarness, this is another person that I'm going to say you, if you're real scrupulous about that kind of thing, don't listen to him because you're, you're just. You know, you're going to get mad at me and try to blame me somehow. This is your warning. Both of these guys, they're, they're down to earth and they're, they're kind of rough. Um, now, I will say Giuseppe, you know, every out of his word is uh, every word out of his mouth. is not necessarily a curse word or a vulgar reference, but it does happen. It does happen. So. Um, you, you're warned, you're warned. Um, I'm just trying to make sure here that I haven't missed anything that I want to cover. I can't see anything. So, all right, guys. Uh, I think this is it. Um, once again, I want to say thank you. Thank you very much for your time and your patience. And I also want to say, God bless you. And I mean that sincerely. And I am, I am praying and hoping that you will, um, that you will join the, the true faith. Um, once again, I'm going to say thank you and have a good day. Bye-bye.